0: Welcome, everybody, to... (laughs) episode six uh shut that up and respond. i don't do know that again no i'm not gonna do it Where'd again that, that's how
1: we do where did that come from
0: this that's is how we, how do we do it. because like usually i i'm so used to like starting the freelancer codex so welcome everybody to freelancer codex podcast and this is different because it's like i don't know how to start this you just start it and you hit record and you go i am steve along with michael and devin guys it has been a week we have made changes over at the freelancer codex podcast we are recording new podcasts devin and I did a Dungeons and Dragons um session with our moderator from the Discord CAGS and his buddy John. That was pretty fun. Devin, that was the first time you've ever played D D? Like in an actual session, correct? That kind of D D, yep. <laughs> what other yeah, kind no, D&D of D D do you Is there play? another
2: kind of D <laughs> Apparently in high school there was. I don't I don't it wasn't that, but <laughs> Were there drugs it was, involved? It's a lot of fun that's
0: funny so and it's something that i think we're going to just because of the way schedules worked out and i'm terrible at scheduling um we're going to start a new campaign and we'll probably have both of them running at the same time so we can enjoy uh, more D D. mike i think we've convinced you to come join us is that true
1: um i'm still on the fence this is kind of a weird terrain for me but I'm, I'm willing to at least give it a go as it, it cannot... long as everybody is, you know, polite and civil and proper etiquette. So, yeah. Or... I'm, I'm
0: excited for it. I mean, I mean have you it... Listened
2: to our <laughs> I've listened,
1: I have not listened to this one. Is
0: that you bad? have not listened to the one we're recording right now. <laughs> I haven't. Man.
1: Do you, do you listen to the shows?
0: I actually yeah, listen to all of them questions? just to check for audio issues. Well,
2: not every day, but
0: you know, <laughs> I listen, I listen to these the uh, shows once a day. I also listen to them to check for audio issues and to boost our numbers because if I listen to them oh, at least nice. once, <laughs> at least there's one person that's listening to them. So choose, choose, nice. did I ever tell you about the time where I grabbed my wife's phone and downloaded <laughs> all of our shows onto her podcast catcher? So, <laughs> true, awesome. true story. I'm I'm expecting that you guys are doing the same, right? How else are we gonna get those numbers totally. up? Yeah, totally. You probably have like nine iPhones at your house too that you could you'd be able to do that on. So, true. yeah, I could do it to all
1: my students, huh? You,
0: hey, students, Mike, follow them. Mike, how <laughs> many how many <laughs> students
1: do you have? They all so, have laptops. So our school has 490 kiddos.
0: Dude, bro, Mike, I think we just we just solved all you have to do is be like all my students need this this is important information that they need to hear because you really like i just set it up to where you keep the latest episode and it deletes the other ones i mean people that don't listen to podcasts they never look at the app anyway they always expect that their iphone to be full of a bunch of information that they don't ever need so they never delete it so there you go i think we just solved all our problems So this we're having problems. We're not. This is episode six of the Shut Up and Respawn podcast. This is our Whatever We Want podcast. This is where we talk about entertainment, talk about video games, board games, comic books, T V shows. What else do we talk about? Paintings. If we go to like a gallery, we can talk about paintings. Um I don't know if we'll ever do that. We can talk
2: about whatever we want, really.
0: Yeah. Whatever we want. So this is what we do. So Devin, I I I'm gonna give you nope, I think we'll do this since all three of us have watched Devin and I have finished Carnival Row. Mike, you are in the middle of Carnival Row, the original show on Amazon Prime streaming services, <laughs> right? So uh, yes, I wanted to talk to you guys about the show because I have some thoughts. We will not spoil it for Mike um, for everyone that is listening that has not listened, I think we'll probably talk about this for about five minutes, so if you what I mm-hmm. say?
2: For everyone that has listened but has not listened to Carnival Row.
0: I mean, you have to be able to listen to it, right? I guess that's that's not true. true. You have to read it. It's true. true. I I mean, uh, I watch it with subtitles. Because
1: because of where I watch it, I have to watch it with subtitles because my wife is sleeping.
0: (laughs) I actually watch everything (laughs) with subtitles.
1: This is is what I need to happen. I need need Comcast because that's who we get our TV from. I need them to put a feature in their remotes like the Xbox controllers have on... They're remotes where you can plug in some headphones, turn the t- the volume down on your TV, and be able to listen via headphones through the remote.
2: Haven't you seen uh, those infomercials where you can listen to the TV on the headset?
1: Hey, Devin, I'm not up that late to listen to infomercials.
2: <laughs> You're missing out this is some good commercials. <laughs> Do
1: you buy a Wonder Mop? Yeah,
2: it works wonders. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm good with that. Aptly named, I see. I, but can't you just get like a bluetooth yeah can't you just get it like a bluetooth you, you can headset? Also,
1: you can you can also buy like a bluetooth headset that you or it's even um it is bluetooth so you just plug in a usb and then you can use it that way so i need to invest in one but if i do that i think that confirms that i'm old and i'm not ready to do
0: that yet i mean so, you are old i mean like or you can just i'm like you're I, the
2: oldest one in the podcast right you're i'm younger than 46
1: thanks man He's 46 uh, Devin's a real
0: bastard Etiquette Devin <laughs> Etiquette sir um, I'm 37 yeah. almost going to be 38 next year <laughs> That's how birthdays You're work going to be 38 that is yeah, well, is. <laughs> And then the following year I'll be 39 I don't know <laughs> the how it happens
2: I go back <laughs> a year uh, I don't know It's a lunar year um, <laughs> Anyways <laughs> I digress We're talking about Carnival Row <laughs> yeah.
0: So what are is, your is guys? that
2: Portobello Road? I don't
0: no, know. that would be very different. That'd be on the Food Network if it was Portobello Row. So I want yeah. your guys' thoughts on the show because I actually did a little bit of research, not a lot of bit of research, but um this was not based on a book. This was not based on a comic. this was just um, the director I forget who the director was is like, "Hey, I have an idea for a show. This was something that he had been working on, I believe since like mid school. He wrote out the screenplay from the stuff that I read. I think this is the first time in a really long time where a TV show is based on like an um, on an original IP original idea. Yeah, because a that's lot of, cool. a lot of times it's like, Hey, this is based on this comic book or this is based on the book or, you know, I mean, all this content that we got, you know, watching like Marvel stuff. I mean, it's all based on something. So this was kind of new, but, uh, um, but at some point that's original IP though, right? Yeah. At some point, like in the sixties, uh, you know, Marvel, <laughs> you know, Spider-Man was original, but so what are your thoughts, Mike, on the first five episodes of Carnival Row? If anyone does not want spoilers, skip five minutes. And then, and I I won't even, I won't
1: even give spoilers. I'll give very generics. I enjoy it. I, I hope, hopefully this isn't a spoiler, but it's a, a, so far it's a crime drama. Um, and I enjoy it quite a lot because I enjoy crime dramas anyway. I think the characters are compelling. I think the settings are compelling. I, I enjoy the world. It's different. Um, but still you can kind of, you can still kind of feel like you could be in this world. So it's not that far fetched and it's cool. It, it's, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. I don't even, I don't know if I want to say that because that just sounds, you know, odd. And we make fun of people who speak like that, but it's just something fun to watch. And it's, I think Orlando Bloom does a, does a decent job. Um, some of the other, I, I really like, um, he's the, uh, he's the character. He's the actor who was, um, in Chernobyl. And he was also, um, oh shoot, uh, Moriarty from um, Robert Downey's Sherlock Holmes. His um, and I enjoy him is... as an actor, and he's in it too. And his part is, from where I am in the story, is just he's done very well, and it's and it's well acted, I think. And and I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'll finish it here in the next, you know, week or not week, but the next half week or so, and and we'll be able to see what Steve, you know cooked not cooked up but dug up when he did his research and I'll see if I agree with him
0: yeah so actors probably, probably don't probably not <laughs> actors Jared Harris and he was fantastic and terrible yeah. well, Devin what are your thoughts on on carnival the row
2: um <clears throat> so I watched all the episodes and for me I mean it was it was interesting I like the world it's a very interesting um, world that they built it was kind of I mean, I guess because there isn't more content to consume for myself, it almost feels like it was not enough content for me. You know, in those eight episodes, it was such a small slice of the overall story and lore and world. That I mean, there's so many questions that are unanswered and information that I want to know. Um, so on one hand, it's good because I would like to know more about the world and everything else that's in it. But on the other hand, it's kind of frustrating for me because I can't really just, like, dig into it with so many other areas. Like, I mean, unlike other shows that you were talking about where there's more books and everything else, I can't, like, okay, I watched these eight episodes, and now I need more, and it's like, there's no more for me to get. You know? So that's that's my one of my biggest um, Complaints. problems with it. Complaint. It's so good that I want more, and I can't get more um, right now. <laughs> so it's a little frustrating. <clears throat> and that, I mean, it was really good. Um, there's some obvious things in there where you know they have the sex scenes or whatever else. That's like, okay, this, they obviously have to put this in here, but you know, I don't know.
0: I think it's not, I
2: mean, yeah, some of that felt kind of forced into it. I don't know.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to, yeah, maybe have it, have it just for
1: having it. I think some yeah, of it done was, with I think some of it with Game of Thrones and stuff.
0: Well, I don't think anyone can really compete with the Game of Thrones. I think the the problem <laughs> is I don't think there's a problem. I, I really like the show also, just because it was new and it was interesting. I don't like how the first season ended, um, just because I have issues with that. But the setting, yeah. like they made the world. Good job, man. Thanks. Now I'm gonna have regrets. No, you won't. You still, you'll regrets. still read it. It's good. Not, you'll not you'll still read That's it. That's the wrong word. But now I'm gonna have reservations. No, and I, I think you and you I will looking have looking this... for the letdown. No, and I think that'll make the show more exciting for you because you're going to be like, "What did Steven hate so much about this show that he threw his remote across the across the room?" So the way the that they in black and white, yeah, the way that they built the world, like the place that they're in, the town, like it's shot well, it looks really good, and it actually makes it look like a city that's alive and thriving. So it's like, oh, this could actually be a real place. Um, and that's really good for the first, um, for the first part of the season. I think it starts to break down a little bit after that, just because I don't think they branch out enough and it's the same places over and over again, which is understandable for something like this. Like you can't build, you know, like a billion sets for a brand new IP, a brand new show. It's like, you do have a budget. Hopefully, with the success well, I mean, of it, I they heard can the branch out. Were like
2: fifteen million, was it not fifteen million? No, that's maybe it's a different show.
0: Yeah, fifteen million doesn't sound like a lot um, for a show that's like what, this.
2: Like, that's what Game of Thrones budget was the, on the last season per episode.
0: Yeah, and that's why they turned all the lights off, um, so you couldn't see anything. It's like <laughs> we got. Why it's, that's why it sucks so bad. <laughs> I mean, fifteen million dollars for Game of Thrones. It's like we just have to pay the actors, and that's that. And then you pay for a couple shots of a dragon with CG. You know, shooting at a rock. John Snow apparently stages. Anyway, um, not <laughs> not gonna talk about season yeah, that's eight.
1: Not, that's not what talking about
0: right now. Um, <laughs> I don't even I, know about it. Either. I think with the success of Carnival Row, because I think everything that I'm reading, there's a lot of positivity about it. It's already been um, lit for season two. That you know, budgets can increase, and you know, they can make more use of that town that they're in because as a different fantasy setting, because it's almost like Victorian steampunk like it looks really good. Yeah. Um they're setting up a lot of things to go into season 2. I would almost rather them have like narrowed their focus on one or two storylines instead of, you know, four or five storylines. I think it would have made a tighter and stronger show. But it's it was enjoyable. It's like I don't regret the time watching it. Usually when my wife and sit to, my wife and I sit down to watch something, you know, it's like, "All right, let's spend 40 minutes trying to find a new show that we like." But this one was like, "No, we want to finish the show." It was interesting. And I thought, um, some of the smaller, like B plots were actually probably my favorite plots of the show. So, um, yeah, that's Carnival Row. We'll finish it and then we'll talk about it later. Um, uh, when Mike finishes yeah. it. So Devin when hit I'm me with up, all this. No, nah, that's fine. This is, this show is meant to be like, Hey, this is when we're doing it. This is when we're watching it. You no know, timelines. When you get to it, you get to it. Cause I think that's how the majority of people actually consume content. They're not, I, I I listen to a lot of shows where people are like, no, I finished this in like three days so I could talk about it on this podcast. And this is very much just, hey, this is what we're doing, this is the content, and this is our timeline. So don't feel rushed. Devin, tell me about this Sony stuff because I'm very interested to hear your opinion on it.
2: All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, and it's been a big controversy, right? So I really enjoyed playing the Call of Duty Modern Warfare and the basically... Relaunch of that series. Um, I got to play the beta last weekend. It was a lot of fun. The game is really solid. Um, I was really looking forward to the game. And then at the Sony State of Play, they showed off um, in Special Ops, which is one of the game modes, or you know, in in the Call of Duty. And then within that, they have various modes within the, that, you know, game setting or whatever, and. One of those that they showed off was Survival Mode. And so this one right here was... It's it's from an older version of Modern Warfare. Okay. But uh, they had in small print uh, that uh, Survival Mode and Spec Ops is exclusive. It's timed exclusive for PlayStation for not just, you know, a couple days or a month, but they're going, you know, a full year. They... It's like like... Uh,
0: they got a full year of exclusivity for a game mode.
2: Yeah, so this game mode is uh, exclusive. I mean, they have everything new uh, for Special Ops. So this, they're saying this is an old mode. Um, it's been out before. It's just been we put it in here in the new game, right? Um, people are trying to downplay it, be like, oh, it's not really important, <laughs> you know. Um, It's like if it wasn't important, Sony wouldn't have paid a lot of money for a year exclusive on this content. Now, I understand it's only a little bit. Basically, it's one game mode out of however many they have or one version of a game mode. And it's like I probably wasn't even going to play it. You know, that version, you know, maybe I would have tried it or something. I don't know. Um, I wasn't really into the spec ops or the special ops in stuff that I've seen, but they haven't really shown off a lot of it. And they're actually showing off more of it, uh, next, I think it's next week or the week after. I think, yeah, it's next week on the fourth. But, um, I was just, it's really upset me and pissed me off, basically, because it just like left a really bad taste in my mouth and just tainted the whole game. Um, After the weekend of playing, I mean, they played, it was cross play, so it multiplayer works. If you opt in, you can play uh, console versus PC versus other console, you know, or you can just do controllers only. And the cool thing is, you can set it to where it's just, you only play against controllers. So when you're starting the game, you have to select your input device, basically. And so, like, I play a lot of my PC games uh, with a controller because that, you know, it's not a big deal for me. I'm not like trying to be the best of the best. Those days are behind me, you know. <laughs> um, I don't got time for that crap. And so I just want to be able to enjoy the game. And trying to play keyboard and mouse after just been being a console player for so long is just not enjoyable. So I play a lot of the games, pretty much all the games, except for Diablo uh, 3, <laughs> with a controller. And it's not a big deal for me. I still do fairly well, and I still have a great time. And that was, you know, in the cross-play, was good. Even when I was going against keyboard and mouse. I was still having a great time. It wasn't just getting destroyed and, and melted all the time. I was still enjoying it. And so I was like, Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna check out a few more things. So I was pretty much guaranteed that I was gonna buy it, you know. And then they announced this and it was just like, Why did you have to do this? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, last year they had exclusive content, but it was only exclusive for seven days. But also last year they still had Destiny, uh, which is what Sony has been money hatting Activision. For years now, getting uh, year-long exclusive content, and even pushing it beyond that to where there was content from the original Destiny One that took two years to get to Xbox.
0: That didn't release and, until Destiny Two came out.
2: Yeah, and it didn't until Destiny Two came out, and by then it's like, who the crap cares? Nobody. I paid for this content that I don't get, you know, which is really frustrating, and and it kind of made me think about would I be so upset if they said, well, um, we'll charge you you know, a little less because you are, you know, the developer them say themselves, I'll give you some of the quotes from the developers first. Right. So um, let's see here. It says There's currently much debate about survival mode and how much content spec ops portion of modern warfare will offer. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to butcher this last name is Kurosaki. I, I don't know if that's Sounds, how you pronounce it, but yeah. he's one of the lead right. developers. All right. Um, for the game. It says, Confirmed survival mode is only part of the game given overtime exclusivity. It says, Survival is 1% of the game, he continued, and the other 99% is simultaneous day one and date across all platforms.
0: That seems like a pretty, like, you know, 80, 99% of statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a full game mode. It's not like there's 99 other game modes that they have, right? Um,
2: <laughs> But he also says, he's like, I'd rather have everyone playing 99% of the content at the same time than 100% of the content sometime later. What? And it's like, what? 60% That's of the time, it like, works 60, every you know? time. <laughs> um, I've been, I think he's saying, like, you know, I'd rather be able to let people play 99% of it and then eventually get them to play, get it to where they can play 100%. And, I mean, Infinity War, they commented, and he commented again, Still, and um, it what it basically comes down to is it was not their choice, right? It's not Infinity War's choice. It wasn't uh, Treyarch's choice last year when they had uh, Activision made all the microtransactions for um, Black Ops. This is basically between Sony and Activision. Uh, you know, basically screwing with players, and you know, Sony is for the players as long as you're within their ecosystem. And while I, I understand it's only a small percent of the game, it's just so frustrating that I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to get this game because I just, you know, I don't want to support that.
0: Well, it's it's in not player-friendly at all um, because when you no. think about it, in one year, there's going to be a new game out. So Yeah, the new like...
2: Call of Duty will be out and
0: it's like... That's yeah. So sure. it, it really makes you wonder. It's like, you know, how much money does Sony give to act? Cause Activision is, is, has always and will forever be in the business of making money. So when Sony says, Hey, we'll pay for exclusivity, you know, Activision is going to say yes, right? Anyone yeah. in that position would most likely say, Yeah. Um, uh, and I say, I'm, I'm not saying a hundred percent of people. I'm saying most people that are trying to run a business and pay employees. Um, would say yes, especially Activision with the year that they've been having with, you know, the hits that Blizzard has been taking recently. They're probably going to say, yeah, give us the money. You can have whatever you want. We don't care. Most people will play the game for, you know, a month or two months and then leave anyway. So like, I understand the business aspect of it, but it still sucks. And it's like, it's not player friendly. It's anti consumer. Like I thought we were done and past like this kind of crap. You know, with the whole, I, I call it the generation or the, or the movement of Phil Spencer to where it's like, you know, we want you to play wherever you're at. It doesn't matter. We want you to play our content. We want you to be able to play with your friends. And, you know, and you see companies like Sony that do stuff like this. And I think Sony, like, eventually, I mean, maybe they'll start coming around, but as long as they're on top, I think stuff like this is just going to continue to happen, right? Because they have the well, biggest people install point base. Out,
2: you know, Xbox started this with the month long stuff. It's like, yeah, and it still sucked back then, and it was only a month, right? Only a month is still bad. It's still not okay, but
0: it's just... I mean, I it, yeah, and and I am not a Call of Duty player, so this has, like, no impact on me at all. Like, I've, I was never going to buy it. Um, they're just not my style of game. I'd rather shoot an alien than shoot a man in the head. But, like, this... Because I mean, there's the precedent, I guess, that this is going to continue. Is it going to continue into the next generation? I mean, this is like—I wonder how many PC players only ex-
2: Sony and Activision are making these deals, right? Where for, for the full year-long exclusive content, as far as as I know, that I can think of.
0: Yeah, and this is um, like—I guess you you vote with your wallet, and for someone because you've played, you you've purchased Call of Duty every year. Um, yeah. So I guess it's and time so, to. I mean.
2: And It is frustrating. You know, I was going to do the same thing last year. I'm like, I'm not going to buy this. And my friends even this year, they're still like, "Come on, I want you to play." And it's like, "Man, I just, you know, I don't know. It's so I mean, the game is so good. It's it's really different than prior Call of Duty games. And it was just such an enjoyable experience. This is why it makes it all the worse for me because it's like I want to play this game, but w- if I buy this game, then I'm telling them, yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, yeah, there was a little bit of outrage online; people were upset, but then they all still bought the game. So who cares?
0: It's okay that I don't get access to this this game yeah. mode um, for the entire lifespan of this game. That's okay. You know, yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, that sucks. I mean, it, would it be better if they're like you said? Would it be better if it was only fifty dollars? Would that make you feel better? Or I would mean, it, even
2: if it was like five dollars cheaper. I would feel better because currently right now it's like, I'm paying the same price for less content and they're withholding that content. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how they get away with it and aren't getting sued by withholding content from you that you've paid for. Right. Um, I guess it's because they're like, well, you'll get it at a later date and you, to even play the game, you have to agree to the user agreement. And it's probably something in the user agreement that says you're fine with this, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. You know, and so but you're it's like, not you know,
1: fine, aren't you, Devin?
2: No, I'm not fine with it. And my friends keep talking to me about it. And, uh, but I'm just like, no, you know, I'm just, I was really looking forward to it because it was cross play. And I was excited because I have friends that play on PlayStation, and friends that are going to play on Xbox, and I was going to play on PC. And it all worked great last weekend. And then they just punched me in the pants.
0: Yeah. And and I think that that one of the big issues, and we talked about this like on our Anthem show earlier, it's that, you know what, the majority of people that are going to buy Call of Duty every year or their grandma is going to buy them Call of Duty or their mom or whatever, they have no idea that there's a game mode locked behind this exclusivity. They're not going to advertise it on the box and be like, hey, you know, come buy this one and you get this. It's just going to be like, you know what? Like, we paid for this. Like, the hardcore gamers will know. People that are actually... Well, I mean, Sony
2: will advertise it. I well, mean, they yeah. They already are advertising it for the exclusive content. They just won't advertise that they're holding it, basically, ransom for a full year.
0: Right, but, but like I'm saying, like, they're going to advertise it. But where do people advertise right now? It's not like people are, I mean, streaming services, YouTube videos, and the majority yeah. of people just don't go there because, you know hardcore gamers are still pretty small subset of people that are actually interested in playing games so most of the people aren't even going to know so i wonder if like that will ever have an effect on you know publishers and developers That like you know does does this even matter anymore does this one game mode really move the needle that much or does it equate for the amount of money that sony spent for that exclusivity i mean does it matter in the long run? I I mean, it'd be awesome to see those numbers. We never will. No one will ever be able to get those and show them. But it's like, you know what? If this is the thing that makes you, you know, 50 million more dollars than you would have without it, like, I don't know, like. For a consumer, it's like, it sucks, screw you, I'm not going to buy your game, there's $60 less that you have, but, I mean, if we don't ever, like, organize and force, like, you know, Raid Area 51 with the Naruto run, like, we're never going to, like, move that needle (laughs) for anyone, Mm -hmm. right? And and this is something that we've all always struggled with as like gamers. It's like I'm never gonna buy another pre order again. Just never gonna happen. And they come out with like, oh, but check out this game that I really like. And I can if I pre ordered it, I get this cool skin, you know. And we and we end up pre ordering stuff. So it's like if what what does it take to you know to motivate us motivate us to stop things like this from happening? You know, I don't know. I don't know the answer.
2: You know, I mean, I'm going to try real hard not
0: to buy it. Well, I mean, I can help you not buy it. Just give me your credit card number, and then... <laughs> give,
1: me, give me your I'll wallet. I'll find some other way to buy it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of things no, from mean, EA that, we, that we're going to buy. You know, so. I don't know. And 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 it sucks, because like, I know you're excited about those games, and to have something like that happen, it's like, man, that blows. So... The, so the Star Wars game, they announced a new trailer for Jedi Fallen Order. And I think all three of us are going to be picking this up and playing it. Because mm-hmm. I actually like Star Wars, so I'm excited to play the game. Devin, did you see anything new in this trailer that you're like, oh, yeah, that's super awesome. This is going to make me buy it or it, make me not buy it?
2: It gave a lot more story detail, you know, in the trailer. It was only like a minute and something long. But it was cool. It gave you little glimpses of different things, new characters, um, some kind of, you know... You're gonna be able to go to different worlds, and and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, it was a nice little trailer. I, I think, did think, you know, like I couldn't remember since we last saw it um, at EA Play, where it was awesome, and uh, we got to see a behind closed doors demos. I mean, I guess it's behind closed doors, right? I mean, yeah, it was. It was behind. They closed <laughs> yeah, the doors. Closed doors. I mean, they closed the doors. By they definition, closed the door. they closed the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was really good, and that's about all I can say about that and there. But I mean, it looks really exciting. It's single player only, you know. So that's gonna be cool. I think we're all hoping that it's gonna be on uh, Origin Axis, you know, because we're all Premier members. But mm-hmm. I can't,
0: I can't imagine that it wouldn't be. That'd be the weirdest thing. I mean, usually if you have a subscription service, a premium subscription service, you get all your first party titles there. it's first party with I think so. I would this one
2: is different, a little bit different. They get so to I'm, I'm kind of holding out. I did have it pre-ordered on Xbox, but I canceled it because I would rather play it on PC. Oh yeah, Again, it's just—I mean, once you go to PC, it's hard to go back. You know?
0: Um, I wonder if there's I any got, RTX for it. Yeah. J- uh, yeah, I'm sure there will be. Fallen but
2: um, the like I was playing when I was gone all last week for a road trip, I had my Xbox with me and, it, and I was playing games and it just really sucked playing games. Um, because they're just not as responsive. <laughs> and uh, my friends that are all playing on Xboxes are like, yeah, yeah, we hear it from you all the time. <laughs> but I'm like, no, seriously, you guys don't understand.
1: <laughs> you don't understand like, how just bad get this used really to is. Usually.
2: Playing at like 120 frames per second and everything is super smooth and just works, and loads super fast. But, you know, next gen consoles will hopefully help, help with that and fix a lot of those issues and then they'll understand.
0: I mean, they definitely should, but I want to read a little line from Twitter, because I searched, you know, if there's going to be RTX on this Fallen Order, and it took me to Twitter, where everyone is level-headed and speaks clearly, so Evan Nagy, all right, Arc Trooper Wolf, says, hey, it's going to be on Xbox, a true gaming device made for gaming. PC is for noobs who can't aim. It's like, all right, Evan, thanks for that little bit of information there. Your, Your input is valid, and I appreciate it. We can aim. Um... So I got really excited about this trailer because they actually showed, I think, a, I don't know if they're boss creatures, but there are a lot of yeah. big creatures that you fight. And generally in Star Wars, you're like, Oh, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight droids. I'm going to fight troopers. I'm going to shoot them a bunch of times. And there's going to be thousands of them. And that's what the gameplay is going to be like, like seeing that there's actually big monsters. Um, that you actually come across in the game is really exciting to me and creatures that I don't think I've seen before in any other star Wars title. So that's exciting. One of the main things that i like after the EA play presentation that we went to, a lot of people were kind of underwhelmed they're like, so it's just single player game go from point a to point B. And the team has really said, Hey, no, this is more of like a Metroidvania game. There's going to be a lot of backtracking. You have a ship, that you go from planet to planet, completing things in different orders, probably getting power-ups um, that you will need to progress in the game. So that actually excites me more. I think the game looks really, really good. There's are some facial animations and character models that look kind of weird, but that could just be they were a lot earlier and they have time to fix that stuff. Yeah. But I'm excited for the game. Like, I am excited for Star Wars stuff, um, just because I like Star Wars stuff. I don't hold it to a candle that, like, you know... You know, they ruined my childhood or anything with the new movies, but I'm excited for more Star Wars stuff.
2: Speaking of yeah. Star Wars stuff, did you guys pre-order your Disney Plus?
0: Uh, don't you have to be a D23 member to do that? They put it on
2: Twitter uh, earlier this week that you could sign up for it.
0: My, question Didn't to you, Devin.
2: about D23 it's just like put it out there for everybody.
0: All right, question to you. Why on earth... If you did, I don't know if you did or not. Why would you pre-order a subscription service? A streaming service? Why do you pre-order Um
2: a yeah, I don't know it, why, dis- but it they it was basically just like 6 what was it 6.99 a month or it was $70 for the year. I didn't purchase it, but I was like, oh yeah, I'll get that later when it comes out.
1: <laughs> sign up early and start streaming on November 12th. Yeah. When does it know go why live anyway? Sign up 46 days. Yeah. So yeah, what is the what is the service gonna? They just they gonna want to be able to, able to get different?
2: numbers, basically. So
1: it's, and the service will probably jump is all to all about making the
2: money. They're a large evil corporation uh, that brings us joy and happiness. So,
1: like all the time, and nothing yeah. they do is crap. Well, except the Mandalorian, that might be crap. I'm just kidding. I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just looking on the page. I don't. I don't think the, the last Mandalorian episode is gonna be,
2: crap. That Mike's gonna be on. They,
0: uh, I I don't
1: they
2: even they know what's gonna,
0: be, what's gonna be. What's gonna be? What, yeah. Yeah. So, so what it was is just it? This the
1: first picture that showed up on the on the page. So, what is yeah. it
0: per month to sign up for Disney Plus? Six ninety nine. So you get it for five eighty three for
1: or seventy dollars a year.
0: Yeah. Huh. So I guess you do save so... you know a couple bucks, but um, versus what save fourteen dollars. So, so it's, so it's five eighty three. Yeah. So it's fourteen dollars. So it's two. So it's one trip to Chick fil A or seven trips to Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell. That's how that breaks down.
2: Is that, yeah, pretty much. Is that how you do your math?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, as, as sad as it, as it is, yeah. About? Especially if you're like feeding kids. It's like, we can go to Taco Bell and we get a ton of food that we'll probably get sick from. Or we can get Chick-fil-A and go bankrupt. Because, you know, it's pretty expensive. So.
2: And then we just go to Chick-fil-A. And we're like, oh. And then My you kids go, yeah. don't like anything from Taco Bell. So for Cinnamon Twists. I mean, seriously,
0: they don't yeah. even like like a taco? Like a nacho nope. Dorito taco? They don't even they like don't that. They don't
2: like tacos in general anyways.
0: So, like even so homemade I know tacos. that you
1: guys probably noticed this because you're intelligent people. But Taco Bell's menu is the same seven ingredients prepared different ways.
0: That is true. Yes. Let that sink yeah, in.
1: Yeah. I just thought I'd let you know.
0: Well, I appreciate you giving us that. I guess, can you say that this that's the same thing for like every... Restaurant, like let's see. If you no, think of because, McDonald's, you got because meat. the burger
1: places usually have a chicken sandwich
0: and that's a just one
2: ingredient. And then they have, you know, other chicken things. It's all chicken. I mean, most hamburgers.
0: Yeah, most hamburgers are the same, but then they just add extra cheese and extra patties to make out like five different items, right? Exactly. Or put different sauces on them. But, but you're if you crumble up your tacos, you have nachos. <laughs> I guess well, of that's of true. You have a nacho supreme, and then. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is good true, stuff right there, right? Huh, yeah,
1: but if your kids won't eat it, it's not good, it doesn't matter what it is. Right.
0: well, they also like freezes as well, so my kids don't eat it, <laughs> they don't anything, like a lot so.
2: of things, you know. They're picky, like my
0: you know. daughter goes, I want the
1: ladybug drink.
0: What's the ladybug drink? Uh, so Taco Bell has like a
1: watermelon,
2: yeah, they freeze. used to have watermelon freeze, it's not anymore, they have the cherry
1: sunset. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, so the watermelon one had like little um,
0: candies, like seeds, little seeds, yeah. Little that seeds that the, kids can the, get the can choke on. Thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Great job, Taco Bell. Always forward thinking.
2: Yeah, it was like the size of a sunflower seed. You're not going to choke on that.
0: Yeah, kids have tiny well, little they, esophaguses. They
2: had,
1: to, they had to sell it with increased... Girth straws. A huge so straw. was,
0: yeah. Suck so <laughs> this through your straw, bit. kids. You can take it all right up to the brain. Put it in your nose and like, just snort it up there. It was like three-quarter three inch PVC, man. It was huge. It's like, watch this, Dad. <laughs> see how fast I can drink this. These are brain freeze. Man, brain freezes. I hate those. They hurt my brain. They like freeze it. And it makes me feel bad. So I don't even know what we're talking about.
2: We so, talking moving on. <laughs> on. We're still talking about Respawn. Right, so the other game I wanted to talk about, they kind of sh- they showed off the other game they're working on because they were working on two games, and they, you know, we obviously know they're making Fall Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Obviously, they're using
2: uh, Unreal Engine on that, which is different than the Steam Engine that they use for uh, Titanfall. <laughs> but um, Steam Engine, so they're making
0: yeah the Steam Engine. That-
2: that's what the it's no, a modified no. version of the Steam Engine. It's a Half-Life okay. Engine, the Steam Engine. I don't think it's um, called the
0: Steam Engine, is it? I think so. Half-Life Engine. I don't think it's called. Is it called the Steam Engine? Uh, burr, burr, burr. well, you keep talking and I'll figure. it The Source Engine. That's what it's called.
2: Source Engine. There you go. Steam Engine. Source Engine. It's not. I it was started like, with an Steam S. Engine. That doesn't <laughs> that sound way right to off. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Same Gary Gooney. Oh. Uh, Yeah, Gary Cooney. But anyway, so they announced they were making a VR game, and it's Medal of Honor, above and beyond, right?
0: Wait a second, wait a second. Medal of Honor game Mm -hmm. by the creators of Call of Duty. They were making Medal
2: of Honor first.
0: And then, so they were making Medal of Honor first, and then they broke off and became Respawn, created... Well, no,
2: then they left EA and went to Activision, started Infinity Ward, started making Call
0: of Duty. Which was to combat Medal of Honor, and now they're back to making yep. Medal of Honor. And
2: now they're back to Medal of Honor. That's weird. So if you watch this trailer, it's about three minutes. This isn't like a gameplay trailer. It shows like some developers talking about it, and there is some gameplay in there. And it's a VR game, so I mean the graphics are, you know, I would say a little bit better than 360 era, maybe a little less, I don't know. So last gen, because I mean it has to... Render out really fast. Right. And um, they would be fighting people and there's like one person on screen. Um,
0: <laughs> and it's a VR but game. But my so.
2: my question is, they're like they're talking about like, oh, you know, we can finally get into that full, you know, experience where you're not just looking at a flat screen. You're using your eyes to see everything. And I was like, because you don't like, normally you use your eyes screen. to see everything. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can turn around and you can see Shut the whole up. world is basically what they were saying. I mean, that's what they said in this video. No, I mean, seriously, like, that's what they said. You know, Make sure. So like, and in this, in this new Use immersive video, your, your, your eyes are your gateway to seeing everything
1: unlike yeah. every other thing you've ever done ever. <laughs>
2: yeah. But um, I was just like, oh, okay, you know. But I'm like watching this and I'm just thinking – I don't know if VR is really there yet. Like if technology is fast enough and can process it enough to really make it, you know, ready, you know, make it worth like really getting into the experience that they're talking about. But then I was like, do I really want to get into that experience? Like, you know, World War II was horrible for all these people, you know, and they they talk about in the video, Oh, we got to speak with veterans and it was really emotional. And, really powerful. It was like, yeah, it was it was an emotional, powerful, bad, you know, horrible time for a lot of people. But we keep reliving it through video games, and um,
0: you know, there was when you talk about that, Devin, because recently with Call of Duty, they were talking about like this being the most realistic. We want you to feel weight for the decisions that you make. um yeah. And then there, a veteran actually posted on there. And there was a really long, well thought out post. I forget who it is. I, I, I'll have to go look, look it up and see if I can find it. But the vet was like, why do you want this? Like you can, you will never be able to know what it was like. So you guys saying that feel what it was like to be in there. It's like, you'll never know. Like you'll never know what it's like yeah. to take a life by playing a video game. So trying to achieve that realism. It's like, what are you really trying to achieve? Like people come back from combat. PTSD tons of problems you know the divorce rate is really high like you know there's it's not a game you know to be over there and to be like hey we want you to feel what it's like be in the shoes we want you to have this reaction to did you make the right choice or not and and like you like you're saying it's like do you really want that level of immersion i mean video games it's like hey let's you know go have fun blow off some steam but at at in one point world- Yeah, at what's rounded in reality. Right. At what point do you go too far to try and recreate that? And is I mean, saying that you can even recreate that feeling, like like I don't think you'll ever be able to recreate that, right? So, I mean, at what how far do you go? I guess that's one of the things that people will always be pushing. They'll always push that limit of how far can you go? How real can it be? Um and I'm not saying that people shouldn't do that, but I'm also saying like You know, how far do we need to go for video games? Like, if it's a video game, like, I would love to, like, jump into a fantasy world, you know, put on a headset, get an omnidirectional treadmill to where you can walk around, interact with people, fantasy setting. I think that would be amazing. You know, if you go in and you have to kill a couple orcs or whatever, I mean, you could have that same argument of, like, you know, you know, you don't really know what it's like to, you know, to really kill an orc, you know, and that's fine, but, I don't know when you're when you're does, shooting at real people.
2: Anybody? I I read mean, too like, many lit RPG books where they get trapped in the game and yeah. Uh, so Devin, <laughs> for
0: Devin, that's that's really real. But I mean, I, I don't know where you know a creator. I guess a creator that's trying to say something. At, at you know, I I do believe that video games are art, so you can't really put limits on art. Um, yeah. there will always be people that want to experience that and want to get closer to that. So that's not, I, de- I definitely don't want to say, Hey, I don't want people doing this, but I mean, that's like, I'm not a vet. I was a never in combat. So I probably don't have any room to talk about it anyway. So I should probably just shut up. So I'm going to shut up. So nice. Yeah cuz I don't know I have I have I should stay in my lane cuz I I can't speak one way or another other than I've never liked you know real world shooters anyway like I've always gravitated more to the sci-fi and fantasy games just because like shooting at another person just doesn't sound interesting at all to doesn't, me Doesn't doesn't sit well with you it kind of puts a flag up Well it's. It, I've they're definitely less fun for me. Like playing Battlefield Five, I'm just like whatever. I'd rather be playing any other game, playing Call of Duty, whatever. But you know, like playing Halo through the campaign, you know, it's like yeah, I I love playing Halo. Like I love playing you know any of these games where you're up against an alien race or you're up against a bunch of orcs or whatever. It's like I could do those all day, no problem. Um, I just I I never felt like hey. Look at this cool enemy over here. It's another man, and I'm going to shoot the man. It just doesn't appeal to I'm me. I
2: smoked that dude right in the junk with this bullet. And, man, yeah. they have like the sniper elite series, which I enjoy. But, I mean, they have the slow mo kill cams where it like shows you the bullet blowing up their organs. Or if you shoot them in the junk, you know, blows up their gonads. And, uh, yeah. It's crazy.
0: I don't and Sometimes it's...
2: it's just too much, you know? It's just like, why Why do we need to get more and more violent? Right. And then they're like, yeah. then they're going to blame everything on video games. I mean,
0: and they already do, you know, and it's, yeah. it's video games fault, even though like any research says, you know, the exact opposite, that video games do not make people violent, right? You know, there's a lot of other factors that, you know, I'm also not a... There, there
1: are a lot, There are a lot of factors, but I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't help. No, yeah, and, you it, doesn't, know, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't. It's not make
0: just him, one
2: thing that's going to make yeah, that yeah. happen, but it, doesn't it can certainly contribute to that. Violent. I mean, if you watch your kids fight about stuff, or even when we get upset playing games, it can make you upset. But it's all about everything else, you know. And there's age ratings for a reason, right? But
1: well, and then yeah, I, I agree with you, Devin. We've we've had this conversation before, um, just when when my kiddos, not my personal kiddos, but kiddos at school, and they tell me the games that they play, and they tell me the movies that they watch, and their second graders telling me all this stuff, and you can see, you can see it in their behavior and in their actions, and the way they treat people, and the way that they treat life. Like it's, I, I, I don't think that video games can, you know, make you kill people, but it doesn't hurt either. It doesn't help either. So, I, I agree. I think there's, there ought to be something. You know, I'd like to. Have a class for the parents of my school about ratings and why they're there and what they're for, and don't let your kiddo, don't buy your kiddo a video game without checking the ratings, even though. Like,
2: don't yeah. you ever tell me what to do?
1: You know, and that's the problem, because that's because that's what you do, and I really have no right to. I mean, I have no right to say, you know, you need to not buy this video game for your kid, because parents get to do with their kids what they want, but that's know, true. It's, but... it's unfortunate.
0: Like someone, someone at work the other day was like, "Hey, I took my six year old kid to watch It Chapter 2. and I'm like, "I've never seen It Chapter Two, but I know that's probably not a movie a six year old should be watching." Um,
2: yeah. Why would you take your kid?
0: That's because you, I don't know. You don't have a babysitter. You don't care. Um, you have no. And there, and there, there might be people listening that are like, "Well, I would do that," and I'm like, "Like you said, I'm like I'm not telling anybody how to parent, but I mean, right." I mean, just because I would to do for it for us, it's crazy. But it, but it
2: has an but, effect. But others, yeah. it's fine.
0: Yeah, my my experience has taught
1: me that it has an effect. Um, it might not get kiddos all the way there. There are definitely extenuating circumstances and a myriad of things that help get kids to that to there. But but you're taking them down a road at least, and and you can see it. You can see it in the way that they treat people, and that's for me. That I think that's where it starts when you start to devalue life and that comes from seeing these images over and over and over you know so uh, it it's and it's definitely a it's definitely an issue for me and i and i i think it should i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this i I just
0: it doesn't sit well with me is all I i mean it's definitely a conversation that's not easy to have and be like because like we said you can't point to one factor that says if this happens b will happen right um, right. because we've been playing video games a whole lives, you know, never wanted to kill anybody Um and we, I mean, we play a lot of violent video games, there's a lot of shooting, there's a lot of sniper <laughs> rifles involved, you know, there's a lot of laughing when you shoot someone right in the head and you get a headshot, and for us, I mean, mm-hmm. that can be a way to decompress um, and it's tough to say that and be like, oh yeah, I decompress by shooting people in the head in video games, right? Because it makes you sound well, like Steve, oh, but, you're but, insane, but... But. The, but
1: the different thing is is the maturity level, right? Like, we understand that this is a game. I I don't know if second graders are to that point yet. I think fundamentally they understand that it's a game, you put it in a console, you play it with a controller, but but the themes and the and the ideas covered and the emotions that are messed with in stuff like that has has lasting effects.
0: Yeah, and I wonder um, if as graphics like improve, I mean when we were using, you know, we were playing 007 shooting people, and you're just like, hey, this is a block with some eyebrows, I think, you know? And (laughs) and that probably does have something to do with it. Like, the way graphics are portrayed now, I mean, that new Call of Duty looks almost photorealistic in some parts. And like you said, Devin, I mean, we're... I mean, Mortal Kombat 11, like, we're showing people's spines and guts and heads being ripped out and, you know, faces being punched through their heads. Um, And, you know, Mortal Kombat has always kind of pushed that level of violence, um as far as it could go, even from the beginning. And at some point you're Mm like, wow, this is really, really realistic looking, you know? Mm -hmm. And for us back in the day, it was like, nope, these are sprites and that's red blood. I mean, it was to the point where... You know, Nintendo's like, nope, we can't have red blood in this video game. And this was like Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, and they made it green because they were like, this is way too violent. And now, like, you see the fatalities that they come up with. I mean, there's people over there at uh, Realms, Yep, Realms is the name of the developer. That are like, yep. all right, you have to think up the most insane way to kill this person with this object. Go for it. You know, and there's people that, you know, like that kind of um, gore is so absurd that, you know, that's the thing that's enjoyable for them. But like you said, for, you know, for a six-year-old kid who's like, I want a new game, Dad. And the dad's like, okay. Uh The dad shouldn't talk in that same voice. The dad would be more like, okay, <laughs> go buy whatever game you want, son. Just leave me alone. You know, and, you know, that kind of stuff is always going to happen. There's not really a way to, like, prevent, like, you know. I mean, maybe the kid's super mature. I don't know. <laughs> It's it's a hard conversation I'm, to have. I'm going
1: to go out on a limb and say no. you yeah, Six-year-olds right. are not super mature.
0: No, I have a six-year-old, and he's like, uh, I don't even, he would like flip out if he saw some of those fatalities, right? He would just, that is not something that, like, we play in the house with them around. So it's not something that they would ever experience, and they'd be like, what the F is this? He'd probably say that too. But, I mean, it's a hard conversation to have, and like you said, I mean, maybe people do need to be educated on, you know, I'm, I'm sure that Timmy, you know, little Timmy and all of his buddies that are excited for the new Call of Duty, they're not telling their parents, like, what is in these games, right? And it's even going to be right. harder as, you know, things are going to be streamed to your phone now. I mean, it's not going to be very long until you're streaming Call of Duty straight to your phone. Your parents will probably never see you playing a video game because you're going to have it on your tablet or you're going to have it on a cell phone screen. Um, well, I mean, they announced
2: this week, like, they're opening up trials for xCloud and one of the games that you can stream is Halo 5, right? And so it's like, they're streaming shooters and they're streaming uh, killer instinct. You know, one of the, there's like five games you can choose from. And and so those things are, are going to be out there. I mean, obviously they have to sign up for them and all these things and say that they are 18.
0: Yeah. You you definitely can't get around that if you're not 18 on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So, but,
2: you know, I, I think it's, if, you know, for me, I, you know, I download a bunch of games and have the family, I have an Xbox from a TV and I have my my home Xbox, and so the games I purchase on my home Xbox automatically load up to my other Xbox on the TV. And, um you know, my kids are like, oh, can I play this game? And I'm like, nope, look at the rating. And so it's just like, I've already, you know, been teaching my boys. I'm like, no, that's, how old are you? And they tell me how old is like, and what does it say? Oh, it says you're 13. And some of those, you know, it's like, okay, there's a few games that we'll play, you know, that I'm sitting right there with them playing and you know, that it's okay. But then I also have friends who are like, Yeah, let me let my kids play Call of Duty or whatever and I'm like, he's six, you know, it's like But that's I it's fine. Playing extreme, Devin, I think
1: that's that's the point that I think that I that I hammer on is that you know, if it's appropriate, you're there watching it with them they're supervised a lot of my kiddos at school are are tablet parented you know and 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 don't get me wrong i'm not saying that, that their parents are bad um stuff happens and and parents have to do what they do some work two or three jobs like like i get it i i, I understand that uh, maybe i don't get it but i understand it i understand that that's something that has to happen but I guess I just see the side of it that is that is just too much, you know, kids on their own, just kind of just kind of doing. They're on a tablet. They're on a device that that is just helping them get through the day. And I get that. But I, I wish there was there was something more that could be done. I wish there were you know some situations that parents wouldn't put themselves in to be able to spend more time with their kids face to face. That, and i guess that's all that's all my point
0: yeah and it, and i think it's a it's an interesting conversation to have because it's i mean like we said there's no hey do it this way and you'll be fine because everyone's different. Yeah. Every kid is different. But I think it's important that you have those conversations. I mean, if anyone that's listening out there, like, has things that they've seen or things that they've done with their kids in order to, like, teach them that, hey, like, ratings mean something. Or, hey, you know, when you're older, you can play this. I mean, write in. Tell us. Let us know. Because, I mean, we've all got young kids. And I'm sure other people that have older kids that they've seen how it works and what doesn't work. And, you know, feel free to write that in. I mean, this is something that I mean, we weren't planning on talking about this. But it's fine because there are conversations that you know that can be had and it's important for the way things that are going in our industry it's like you know what parents should know what's out there i mean there's so many games out there 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 are hundreds of thousands of games you know hundreds release every month on steam you know steam is ripe with you know tons of just anime porn games out there that if you're not paying attention like any kid can just go on there and like buy a game and like oh now they're exposed to things that you never thought they'd be exposed to so it is an interesting conversation, indeed. So, if there's nothing else, guys, I think we can end it there because I don't want to do like a, you know funny story after that. That's some deep parenting talk, right? <laughs> um,
2: episode six, where we get serious. <laughs> I know it only I, took I us episode I, six.
1: I mean, you don't you don't have Mike to be to get here and just kill everything. I apologize. <laughs> you don't have to be
0: sorry. Course, I mean, it's, it's an interesting conversation. conversation. Like and, I don't know why
2: uh, you know, it just naturally progressed there for us, so it's not a big deal. I mean. That's why we're here. We enjoy talking with one another. And um, yeah, I mean, let us know. I mean, that's what we love hearing what you guys think. And like Steven said, write in, let us know.
0: Yep. Until next time, it's time to shut up and respawn.